better run. Here they come, they got to blast on us. The black nerds, bloods are rush. I'll turn that podcast up. Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything. From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring. These brilliant blurs give you the word. On the latest movies, animes, video games, and TV series. Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing. Then sit back and relax and listen to And uh, welcome to episode 290 of Blurred Zaras. Uh, I want to apologize in advance if my voice sounds a bit weird or I have to cough a lot. I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. Um, so because of that, we also might not go like super long. Um, not really a lot of content to cover anyway, either. Um, there's been nothing major in cinema that I've wanted to go see. I think I'd... Uh, at one point, I did want to go see Mean Girls because I don't remember ever seeing the one that came out back in the day. Um, I did want to go see um, The Beekeeper with Jason Statham, but like, it wasn't uh-huh. a big enough film to like almost in a sense get me out of my bed uh, because it's been cold. Uh, I had work, so like, you know, I've not been motivated. Um, and yeah, like, so, and then I think nothing too too majors on Netflix or any of them things there. But um, as always, here we are. We're just going to go through some of the things that we've been watching over the last uh, couple of days, um, giving you our opinions mm-hmm. and our ratings, ratings on them. Um, so if you are listening to us for the very first time, we at Bloods or Us have a, a chick. we call it a chicken rain system. If we think something absolutely dead, it gets bones, quarter chicken, half chicken, three peas. If it's the creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. Um now I'm going to start with Traitors season two. Yeah, no, let's get straight into it then. Last week they did the finale, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah, the person I, spo- I binge watched spoilers all for twelve episodes. Yeah, so you haven't seen Traitors yet. Pause. Go watch Traitors and come back to this. Yeah, I was rooting for the Traitors from literally the very beginning. Of it. Yeah, mm. and I was happy. With the trades that we got, I loved Paul. I loved Harry. I wanted them both to win it. Um, yeah, I think they played almost a perfect game. Um, yeah, I think there was only maybe one one of the nights where I was like, they should kill Jazz because I felt like Jazz mm. was gonna fuck it up for them because he was he was starting to ask the right questions and was starting to yeah exactly, but. Everybody else that they either got killed or they got or they got banished, yeah, they did the right thing. I got a little bit nervous when they mm. um mm. they recruited Ross because Ross tried to snake them because of it because they killed his mom, which was again yeah. Was a, I, do you know what though? What I think I think them doing them um recruiting Ross was actually a perfect play because he already had heat on him anyway. Yeah, and like like Harry said. Because of the heat on him anyway, right? It almost convinced everyone that yeah, he was almost the final traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it all it all yeah. it, it could have backfired though. Like it, he could have because it, it almost in a sense did backfire for Andrew in it because on his way out, yeah, he fucked Andrew in it um, and put a lot of heat on Andrew yeah, again. Yeah, but uh, do you know what? Yeah, for me, yeah, this show gets a whole chicken. Now, mm. what I would do to make it better, yeah is have the games have a lot more stake because the stuff in the daytime is just is almost like after a while you don't really mm. care about it do you know what i mean yeah like for me it's all about the the, the round table and the murdering like that's that's <laughs> what like gets me excited that's what like you know i want to see in it so to be fair you, you could you could almost skip the challenges right the challenges i think well, first and foremost, I'm not really a fan of these kind of shows, but I'd say that I get it's a three-piece, right? Now, for me, I was more interested in how they figured out who the traitor was rather than 
the actual games in order to get money. I mean, the games themselves were pretty straightforward, right? Um, it was only, um, I think, the last one that was a bit more of a puzzle. All the others seemed to be fairly simple. Um, I'm talking about the um, one where you had a circle of, I guess, people dressed in hoods. Yeah. And they had to match the... Um, the symbols on the on that on that pyramid to the to to words to letters um and all kinds of things that was pretty elaborate um and i really enjoyed it whereas the others didn't seem to be all that challenging so so did, um can i can i tell you what i thought the game show was go on. so i thought it was yeah as they were doing the challenges the traders mm. would be sabotaging to, so they wouldn't get more money so I, yeah. all, I that's 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 the game show I thought it was and there's one on Netflix called like um uh there's one on Netflix I can't remember what it's called but it's got a similar kind of concept but that one mm-hmm. has uh my concept where it's um a game show where there's someone amongst the team yeah that's actually like causing them to fail the missions so that they don't there's uh, someone who's actually a, a, someone who's actually yeah. a sabotager yes yes so that is mm. you know that's what I thought this game was, um, but I was pleasantly surprised mm. to find out it wasn't. Um, mm. I've absolutely enjoyed every single moment of it. Um, I've started watching season one, um, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you know season one is well. Season one must have been good for it to get renewed for a season two. Do you know what I mean? But I wonder. Yeah, if see, I think it's season to, three that's that's in the works now. Yeah. I wonder if I'm gonna enjoy the characters as much as I enjoyed <laughs> characters. These are actual people, bro. Yeah, but yeah, but okay. <laughs> right, yes, they're actual people, yeah. But I'm saying in terms of like, I really liked Miles. The I personalities, really liked, yeah. The, there we go. Thank you. The personalities, um, like even Diane. Like even though like she had to go, yeah, she was pretty cool as well. So. I was a pretty smart, um, smart woman. I think that because not it, it's not prejudice. Basically, she just um, I was anti. I think Anthony rubbed her the wrong way first time around, and yeah, since then yeah. she just had something over him. I thought it was it was pretty, um, pretty much um, it, it sort of blinded her to uh, who the actual um, who the actual traitors were. Yeah, she was so gun ho on him until you know. I guess he had enough on him to say, actually, it's not me. Mm. Um, and other people there who had, uh, you know, who are more, I, I guess, more shadier than 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 Anthony. Anthony wasn't even shady in, in, in no. the least. Uh, he was just a very strong character. Isn't it? And, you know, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Like, again, I wouldn't necessarily so much go race, but sometimes when you're that strong black character, like you're, you're loud, you don't take no shit from people. Mm. People can get like, can be quite wary of you, and 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 be like yeah. scared or find you um, confrontational, intimidating, or confrontational. It, it, yeah, you, I don't think it was intimidating by him, but it was more confrontational. That's the word I was looking for, intimidating. But that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes, yeah, when you are the sole black person in that group, yeah, and like mm. he gave off like a, a South London vibe as well. Do you know what I mean? Like so. When you've yeah, got that going for yeah. you, yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Because as much as you want to be like, you know, I'm a nice guy, da, 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 when you've got that, like, almost like that London attitude, you're black, like, it's hard for people to view in other ways. And then um, w- one thing that, like, so once the thing finished, yeah, Twitter was going all crazy, yeah? And everyone was kind of mm-hmm. going off on Molly, innit? And it was like, oh, you're so stupid. Like, if he, w- if he was a traitor... Why would he vote to banish? Yeah, because he would have still got yeah. the money. And I was like, are people like stupid? Would you rather 35k or 70k? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? If Jazz turned out... To, so let's say if Jazz was a traitor and Harry and Molly were both the faithfuls, yeah, then... Yeah. And, or even if they even if they weren't... um, Like, you're going to do what you get to get more money in it. It's either you split the yeah. pot between two or you split the pot by yourself. Like, I'm doing what's... And especially I've gotten that far in the game, I might as well take a chance. So I do not blame Molly for picking him because she honestly believed Harry was a faithful. And obviously, do you know what? 
Molly actually sort of wrote or predicted what would happen to to her in a sense. Yeah. Because she says that oh she's gonna feel so stupid if she found if she realized that you know she'd been close to a traitor all this time. Yep. Um. So that really got me because she also said um in one in earlier in an earlier episode that um well before the finale that she wouldn't have minded if Harry won the money. Yeah. So that sort of just sealed <laughs> sealed the deal for Harry. Um. Yeah. Obviously, I think I think they they generally got close to each other in terms of, of a friendship. There was a genuine yeah, bond they, there. They, they were the two youngest as well. Do you know what I mean? So they got yeah. That, they got that I think Harry was what twenty three, and she, or Harry was twenty two. Actually, I think, yeah. I think they were both twenty one. Uh, Harry was twenty two. So okay, yeah. So a, yeah. But, like, but either way, the the youngest of the group. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they managed to you know have a firm bond. Mm. Um. I don't think Harry. To be fair, Harry did protect her till the end. Um, well, to be honest, yeah, because um, like she wasn't, she wasn't a threat. She wasn't a threat to him. Yeah, to any of the, not even just to him, to any of the traitors. And she wasn't mm. like loud enough in a sense to be banished. So like she kind of just coasted the whole way through. Yeah, um, she did. Did you did. did you have a favorite faithful? Um, or my favorite favorite was, was definitely Jazz. Okay. Um, he was someone who is very smart. Um, I think he had the right, as a faithful, he had the right strategy, which was as the group got smaller, smaller, he kept his cards close to his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in a way it sort of stopped, even though he was saying the right things, even like you know, speaking to actual traitors themselves and things like that, the mm-hmm. traitors never really took him as a threat or never saw him as a threat. Yeah. Um, in a way he was like, not as quiet as Aubrey was. Aubrey was the old man who got voted off first. So oh, yeah, not me. as, yeah, so not as quiet as him at all. He still spoke to people, um, you know, had a genuine, I guess, bonds with people, you know, opened up himself to people. So people actually saw him and thought that he was, um, you know, at least, at least he was a nice guy, um, if anything. I mean, obviously, he, he, they gave his backstory, which I won't go into detail because I think people should watch the show because yeah. everyone has a little bit about them that they reveal. Yeah. So I think he played a very good game. It was a very smart game. I think right at the end, what let him down was the fact that um, because Molly already had that strong bond with Harry, yeah. it was, it, it ended up, being uh, working against him, and it's, it's interesting because Molly, in fact, put down Harry's name. But again, because I guess of that connection she had with Harry in the first place, and she, she thought she, to herself, Do "You and, know what? And, and, it could, it could not be him. Yeah. He's been such and a I nice think, guy to be a blah blah." Right? And I think it's done. I think, you know, her that just shows how I wouldn't even say Harry was manipulative in that instance. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, was, I just think that was, that was, one they had just carried playing, him through he, as well. He was playing the game. And also, I think for her, she thought, I don't think either of you are traitors, but if I've got to pick someone, mm. I'm going to pick the guy that I actually, like, do you know what I mean? I'm close with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, like, like I said, exactly yeah, that. I think this is, again, I didn't know of this until season two. Um, it wasn't on my mm. radar. Del wanted me to watch it with her. Um, she said that was really popular season one, and again, I had nothing about it. And I think coming off Switch, yeah. Squid, uh, coming off watching Squid Game, yeah, I needed another show like this, and it just worked. this was good. This is a good segue for six. This is a good one for people who, um, you know, have seen um, uh, Squid Game and want something similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's definitely up. It's definitely up there for them. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about a few few uh, people that that you know i thought were very interesting i'll start off with andrew mm-hmm. um andrew came to the game being <clears throat> you know i basically i think andrew was a straight shooter from the get-go yeah, yeah um i think people just didn't like it because he's he's a he's a big guy um you know very stern and stuff like that as well so again people's i guess got rubbed the wrong way with him but again he's a nice guy mm-hmm. um so when he was recruited by um, the traitors, I guess it was Paul and Harry as the traitors. And, and, and um, I think, I think, oh no, Miles had gone by at this point. There's only two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles had gone by that by then. Um, I thought, I thought it was a great. Uh, he was a good recruit for the traitors. Mm-hmm. Um, he sort of 
took heat off of Harry and he and Harry actually worked very well together. Yeah. More so than I say Paul and Harry. Um, which leads me on to my so, next person. So, wait, hold, hold on. Paul. So I think so Paul and Harry was working very well, yeah, until mm. um Andrew's was and was it Andrew that snaked him? No. So someone um, someone snaked basically someone said that Paul said something about Harry. And that's where, and from then, yeah, then. that was Jazz. Jazz said ah. that Harry. So, so, so Jazz. So Paul said something to Harry. Uh, sorry, Paul said something to Jazz about Harry, and so Jazz mentioned it in the roundtable, and that's when you had both Harry and Andrew vote against Paul. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Paul, I think, had a very good game and he would have stayed longer had he not started to act super cocky because um, being a traitor does two things, right? And this is why I think Harry played it well because Paul became more cocky the more the days went on. Mm -hmm. Um, When they ousted Ash, who... uh, I'll get to Ash in a second, but when they... uh, She was whack, man. let's, Let's not bury the lead here. She was probably the worst traitor. Like, oh, she really was. Ma- she really was. Miles, and she Miles, wasn't- Miles only got snake share because he he did the cut thing. Like, I, like it was he was bound to get caught from that. Like, it was a yeah hard thing to do. And, and he said yes. I, I can't believe he said yes to it. It's like he signed his own. Like, yeah, he sealed his own fate when he did that. Honestly, because he, did he it, really did. He did it so bait as well. Like it wasn't even. Yeah, because like I I said yeah. I would have just poured bear drinks. Yeah. Mm. And then mm. had everyone come to the bar and we just do a cheers. And then it would have been random, but at least yeah. then nobody knows, isn't it? Yeah, exactly that. Exactly his that. one was too bait. Yeah. Yeah, super bait, super bait. So, um, yeah, so Paul became a lot more cocky, a lot more confident, which, again, Jazz pointed out. Um, he'll say that like, you know what it's it's like he came as someone who wanted to be everyone's friend. He was everyone's friend. He was the most popular person in the group. Yeah. Um, and then although the most popular person in the group, so of course it got to his head. Um, he did a really good double bluff where he put himself and Ash, in the dungeon. Um, as well as two other contestants in the in the dungeon. Yeah, one of the, one of um, them was Andrew, and I think one of them was Meg. Yes, yes. This is that time where Andrew wasn't in the uh, he was wasn't the traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was Andrew, Meg, um, Ash, and Paul. So that was a good double bluff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, again, once Ash left, yeah, he became a lot more cocky in what he was doing. And because Miles had already left as well. Um, so it just, I think it got to his head. Um, yeah. I think he also thought of himself like an absolute mastermind um, and then he, he was talking when he, he came to the he, he was though like he played a sick game like he should have been voted out like from early my man made it very far yeah and then you had Harry Harry was the one who to be fair Harry is quite ruthless and I like how he how he thinks as well once he feels that someone is um going to ruin it for for him he then sort of is able to sow seeds of doubt in people's minds Mm. um about that person and that's exactly what he did um started off with ash and then of course after ash it went to miles i mean to be fair not really miles uh but uh more so um more so uh paul um when paul became cocky he started being a bit more um um confident vocal in in his uh in the way he acted yeah i think it was time for him to go i think he played that well um sort of <laughs> in a way it was like like a sith like a sith apprentice just yeah you know, yeah yeah like undercutting his uh his uh master in a sense yeah. um so yeah that was that was pretty I, cool i, I would have um, loved if paul and harry had, were able to mm. go to the end but it was like paul just had too much heat on him and if he, he was bound to go at some point but yeah, he was fantastic as a traitor, man. Like I know you said that he started to get cocky and stuff here, yeah, but I feel like he. Just, I don't think he did. I think it just it was just the circumstances surrounding the game. Nah, he definitely started <laughs> to get cocky at things. You could you could tell, you yeah, could tell. And enough. also, once people start pointing fingers at you, the best thing to do is to lay low and go under the radar. And he yeah. was not going under the radar. 
But um, um, it's, it's hard because obviously then if you do go under the radar after being such a, a loud voice in a sense, yeah, you expect to be murdered. Mm. And, that, and that's that's the that's the tricky thing about exactly. the game. Like, if you're not getting banished for being a traitor... For, for, so, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what's hard about the game because you want to be... As a traitor, you you want to be almost sense at risk to get banished, mm. but at the same time, you don't want to be someone that is too quiet and at risk to get murdered. Because yeah. then, if you're not then getting murdered, they're gonna be like, "Well, you obviously." And that's the thing with Paul. They were like, "You're popular. You're good at this game. You're a loud yeah. character." Da, 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 da. Like you are someone that normally the traitors would murder. So why are you not getting murdered? So the fact it was when murdered. Andrew, it was when Andrew and him went up against each other. Sorry, it was when Miles went up against Paul because um, way look what the traitors did. You had uh, firstly you had <laughs> the, basically it all started with Ash, believe it or not. Yeah. So the way they got rid of Ash was yeah, cool. They voted for Ash in the in the circle, um, and then afterwards they used her again as a scapegoat when yeah. they put her in the dungeon. Um, and the double bluff, everyone got the double bluff, but they just didn't know who it was. So it was still between Meg, Ash, right? Those were the two yeah. main people that, but, um, but that, also, everyone, that was in everyone's you, mind. You, you right? for, also, you forget a little bit that the reason why the bluff didn't fully work is because mm. they didn't save Paul, they saved Andrew. And that fucked yeah. Us. And then also as well, when Miles was getting voted, Miles snaked Paul and put extra heat on Paul at, before he left. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah, like, if yeah, I'm yeah. gonna, if I'm go, if I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna go down fighting. Which again, that's yeah, like, because he's yeah, because he saw that play already happen to Ash, mm. right? So that's so that's why Miles was going for Paul, whereas Ash was blindsided by it. Mm. But Miles already seen it, so he was prepared, which is why he did what he did. And then Ross, <laughs> I'm sure Ross, after seeing what happened between Andrew and um, uh, Paul <coughs> as well, yeah, also started to think actually there might be something going on here before mm. this is before he got recruited as, as, as a traitor. Yeah. Um, um, other characters that I did like were Diane. Like I said, Diane was super smart. Yeah, I think Diane she would have, if, if she wasn't so hung up on Anthony, she actually would have been able to figure out more traitors. But do you know, do you know um, what? Yeah. Originally I was like, um, mm. obviously I wanted them to recruit miles, but I also wanted them to recruit mm-hmm. Diane. Cause I think she would have been a sick yeah, traitor. Same, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> and I also, guess the and only... And, sorry, and then also, when they were going to recruit Ross, yeah, I actually mm. thought that they should have tried to recruit Jazz because I, I honestly thought Jazz was going to ruin the game for them. I don't think Jazz was going to ruin the game because she... Cause no, here's, no, he, here's my he, thinking, right? No, Jazz, because he needed... Oh, he, oh, Jazz, sorry, yeah, Jazz, yeah, Jazz. Yeah, 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 yeah I, thought Jazz, Jazz, I thought Jazz should have been recruited. Yeah, I would have tried to recruit um, Jazz because, like... Mm. He was starting to get get a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, and he started to put but, two and two together. Yeah, but what I like about how they recruited as well is because is the fact that they recruited people who had heat on them as well. So, if you look at how people casted, um, you know, accusations, I guess on on others, you had Rostels in the mix, you had Zackles in the mix. Zach was someone who had beef with Jasmine, beef with Ross. Well, not beef with Ross, sorry, but definitely beef with Jasmine. Um, there were a lot of people in there that took eyes off the traitors, in a yeah, sense. Yeah. And then Harry played that sort of chaotic middle where, well, you know, he was able to shitster yeah. as well as, you know, obviously as the golden boy because he was he he voted correctly to get out Ash, Paul. And um, Ash, Paul, and Miles. Yeah. Right? So everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's really on it, blah, 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 right? Now, the reason why I like Jazz is because Jazz said, hang on, he's been able to do all this, right? And also seen as, you know, everyone, everyone really likes this guy. So why is no one picking him? And it's true. If you look at it, no one ever voted for Harry. No, no one ever voted for Harry until you know, until obviously the right at the last point. Not even yeah. Jazz voted for Harry because again, Jazz was when, keep his cards close to his chest yeah. for the final for the final day. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think Jazz had a very clever game, but there's only so much he could do. Um, of course, without establishing who was a traitor, who wasn't, all the alliances and all that stuff as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, a good show. I give it three piece. Okay, yeah, yeah, no. Again, like I said, I think. 
for me, one of the, in, uh, like in a sense, that aid to the enjoyment factor is that me and Del watched it together and it was like our, our little show for the week and mm-hmm. like seeing how we each reacted and how, what we suspect suspected to be happening and saying who we thought was going to get murdered and that like the suspense of seeing who didn't turn up for breakfast like was was sick like it was, it was a really cool thing as well you know it mean? was it was um, yeah yeah man fucking i really enjoyed it man like I, i'm really looking forward to season um season three it'll be mm-hmm. definitely one that i'll be checking out um all right I will not be watching it. Like I said, it's not my kind of show, but um, I did I did enjoy this season. So, All right, can can, um, can I, you just watch the on. first twenty minutes of season one, episode one, so you can see what they right. did differently. So, and then you understand why there was a joke made in the very first episode in season two. You would understand that reference if you watch. Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure I got it. I'm sure some some people got eliminated when they all stood up and said who's li- who's least likely to yeah, win and blah blah. Yeah, those people yeah, got kicked it, off. I think yes. I think that's a very obvious conjun- uh, conjunction. Yeah. That's exactly what that's exactly what happened. It was so fucking. Yeah, I felt um, so bad for the on. guys, man. It was what Amos and Kieran. I felt so bad for them to get kicked off, like literally without even. I haven't seen, I haven't seen season one, so if it's Amos and Kieran, I have no idea. Who okay, yeah, are. so it was Amos and Kieran. So basically, like they tried to be like a bit nice in it, and like mm. not be like big headed and put themselves out in the middle. Um, and they were just like, you know, we're just kind of gonna go under the radar. And then literally, yeah. they was like, well, if you two think you're not gonna win the game, well, see you later, go. Home. And I was like, no fucking way, like absolutely mad. But, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it for um, trailers. We spent a lot more time on that than I expected. Um, <laughs> all right, so I finally got around to watching Pokemon Concierge. Pokemon Concierge. Um, literally, I don't like. It was only literally like four episodes long. Mm. Um, maybe like ten minute episodes, if that. Um, it was. It was cool. Um, it was a Japanese stop motion adventure based on off Pokemon. Um, it featured uh, Haru, a new concierge at a Pokemon resort who aspired to provide her Pokemon guests with the most fun and restful vacation they could ask for. Um, but then she, before she could do that, she needed to learn how to relax herself. Um, overall, I'll give this a half chicken. But the episode that featured all the Pikachus, I'd give that a free piece because that was a really fun episode. Um, that was really cool. Uh, I quite enjoyed that one. Uh, I did like that it wasn't, in a sense, following Ash around. Like, it was yeah. a very, like, it was almost like a, a Pokemon one-shot. Um, mm-hmm. And then, obviously, you stop. I, I'm i always impressed when I see people do stop motion. And mm-hmm. this was done with, like, almost like, um, not teddy bears. What do they call them? F- fluffies? Pun- oh, what's that word? I don't know. Plushies. I don't want plushies. plushies. There was almost like they were used in Pokemon plushies. Um, mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool to see. So yeah, that gets a half chicken. Um, I So Disney are currently doing like a remake of Percy Jackson. And um, I never right. watched any of the original movies. So I've gone back to watch the original movies first. And then I'm going to jump on a new live action. So, so okay. far I've only watched the first one, which is Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, which came out in 2010. Um, mm-hmm. I'm only going to give it a cool chicken. Um, however, I do want to bring up, like, this had an absolutely stacked cast, yeah? So, uh, Logan Lerman played Percy Jackson. Kevin McKidd played Poseidon. Steve Coogan played Hades. Uh, Brandon T. Jackson played Grover. Alexandra Daddario played Annabeth. Jake Abel played Luke. Sean Bean played Zeus. Piers Brosnan played Mr. Broner. Rosaria Dawson played... Pers- Persephone, um, Persephone. Thank you yeah. very much. Said that absolute shit. Melina can can played Athena. Uh, Joe Joe Petolino. Again, I'm not gonna say that name because I'm gonna butcher it. And uh, Uma Thurman was Medusa. I was like, raw. I was watching. I was like, man, these these had some like it is a stat cast in it. Um, mm. Now, what was funny? Yeah, like we were like. What I'll say, late teens and 2010, mm. yeah. And watching something from that time period that I didn't see, yeah. The movie looks so old, you know. 
Like I couldn't <laughs> believe how I, I felt like I was watching something that was in the nineties. Like that's that's how it looked. It felt, really? Yeah, mate. If you do you know what? Every time someone says I I this film looks like something from the nineties, I was I always go to people. Have you ever seen? It's like Hercules, the legendary Avengers, or yeah, yeah, yeah. the legend of Sinbad, or yeah, um, yeah, it, it, um, it, 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 the Argonauts. That is old. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, yeah, like again, I don't know if you're ever gonna get, you're even gonna bother because I'm like I said, I'm just doing a kind of a retro review. Um, mm. But it looked old. Oh, do you know what? Yeah, I feel like if I had watched it back then, maybe I'd have enjoyed it a lot more. Or if maybe it came out when I was maybe like twelve, thirteen. I might have enjoyed it more because, like I said, 2010, I was probably 18, 20, maybe. Um, so it may not have been up my alley, but I got what they tried to do. Um, it just probably wasn't executed the best. Um, yeah. And again, I'm watching it like, you know, way into the future. Um, so obviously, next week, I'll let you know how what the sequel is like. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll let you know what the new one on Disney Plus is like. Um, All right. So I watched um, Badland Hunters on Netflix. Um, it's a Korean show. Uh, sorry, I'm just pulling up the notes on it. Um, so Badland Hunters is a 2024 South Korean dystopian action film directed by Hyo Myung Heng in his directional debut and starring Mai Dong Seok, Lee Hing Jung, Lee Jong Yong, and Ro Jung Ye. The film is a sequel of film Concrete Utopia and takes up the story post-Earthric transformation of Seattle into Apocalypse Wasteland. Ooh, now that I know that it's a sequel, I am going to go probably check out the original. Alright. Because uh, I enjoyed this movie. I give this a free piece. Um, what's his name? Uh, Mai Dong Suk. Um, some of you uh, might, might not recognize the name, but if you saw him, uh, you should you know if you're a, a, a man of culture uh, not in the the, 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 <laughs> the not, not in a negative way but in the pop culture way um, if you're a man of pop culture there's nothing there's nothing negative for being a man of culture no but you you know when, when they say well, the, normally when you you say you're a man of culture is normally referring to like etchiness or big boobies yeah, or, you know yeah. I mean? so I'm talking about a man of pop culture um, you would know him from Train to Busan um, he was also um I've caught, I think he was um, Gilgamesh in um, oh what's it called Eternals in Eternals yeah he was he played Gilgamesh in Eternals I'm pretty sure he played Gilgamesh in Eternals because um, mm. if I'm wrong then I'm being very racist and I'm what's, what's, what's I'm, the name again I'm confused uh, Ma Dong Siok M-A nah he was not Gilgamesh so I'm confusing with somebody else yeah. Okay, I'm I'm racist. Um but he, <laughs> he definitely was in Train to Basson. So if you've seen Train to Basson, you'll know him from that and some other stuff. Now I quite enjoy him as an actor, um, in a couple of things I've seen. Again, mm. i you know, I might have to backtrack since I thought he was Gilgamesh in Eternals. Um, so clearly not. Um He was he's portrayed by Don Lee in in Eternals. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. they look similar. Um Wait, is it? Are they not the same people? Don Lee. Hold on. Did you say Don Lee? Mm, but yeah, he's also known as Don Lee. Okay, right. Yeah, if it's Don Lee, that's that's, that's the same person. So he's the same. Bro, if you try to make me, I like I'm a racist. <laughs> no, I said I said probably not, and then I googled it. So you know what I mean. You know, let me fact check. Live, live fact check. Let me so let, let me fully welcome. fully fact check Eternals, and because I'm pretty sure Eternals. Yeah, yes, he was Gilgamesh. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I I enjoy him as an actor. Um, I'm wondering if he's almost in a sense becoming the new Samu. Is it Samu Law? Samu Hung. But you know what, what I'm referring to? Yeah, from, from martial yeah, law. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ma- some, some there we hung. go, martial law. Yeah, because like he's a he's a he's not your traditional like six pack, you know, action guy. You know, what I mean, he's got he's, mm. he's a bit chubby. You know, he, he, but he can he can kick ass though. Like I thought, the yeah. action in this was really good. Um, I thought the story was interesting enough. Um, it was a 
I wouldn't say zombies, um, but it was a unique kind of take on that. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely worth checking out. Um, and uh, the last thing I want to talk about, uh, well, actually, no, technically, that's a lie. Not the last thing I want to talk about. Uh, Master of the Universe Revolution. Um, it's like the sequel to the Revelation one that came out in 2021 um, mm-hmm. with uh, written by Kevin Smith. Uh, I'll give us another three piece. It's only five episodes long. Um, I think the story is pretty cool. You, For me, anyway, you get to see some characters that um, I don't remember from He-Man. Like, literally, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I know He-Man, Orko, Man of Arms, and that's probably about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, or, so seeing some of these other characters was pretty cool to see. Um, I'll give it a free piece. Again, worth checking out, in my opinion. Um, before I touch upon the anime that I finally finished, uh, One Piece is now available on Netflix, but it's only starting from episode 1089, and a new episode drops every Saturday. So, if, you know, again, I don't even know why they would do that, because... Me personally, if I'm trying to get into a new anime, yeah, I'm not gonna jump in at a thousand episodes. I'm gonna watch it from the beginning. So mm. I'm assuming because probably Crunchyroll owns the rights of episodes one to a thousand and eighty nine is why Netflix have done what they've done. But hopefully, at some point, I would expect Netflix to get the rights to all the episodes. And then, if you want to finally embark on that journey to find the One Piece. Um, <laughs> it'll be available on Netflix. Do you know what? Yeah, I was, I was doing just random scrolling on Facebook, innit? And then yeah. someone was just like, "If if if, it, if the One Piece turns out to be the friends that we made along the way, I've like, already, I've already, I made that claim that uh, comment several times over. That best not be the power of friendship, but the uh, people we made along the way. If because it, if it is, yeah, I, I, I like, I only watched maybe like the first three hundred episodes, but mm. I would be fuming, yeah. I'm not even a One Piece fan like that, yeah? But I would be vexed that this show has been going on for like 30 years, yeah? And you're telling me the thing that we've been searching for this whole time is the adventures we made along the way. Nah, like literally, like if I if I was rich, yeah, I would fly to Japan, find Oda, and I would slap him. Like I would <laughs> just give him the dirtiest bitch like, and be like, this is what you've done to your fans. Like you're going to tell me the One Piece is the journey and the friends I made along the way. Like fuck, like literally, you could have done this in ten episodes. Like fuck off, man. <laughs> like, well, how, how many episodes are they up to now? Like one thousand three hundred or something like that. Episodes? No, episodes is is ten is ten uh, nine something now. Ten ten nine hundred. Wait. Yeah. N- no. No. One thousand ninety something. Like ninety four five ninety five now. Oh, so that means Netflix are dropping. Netflix is getting the most. Yeah, it's becoming more current. So the most current. Ah, uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought they might be like a couple of episodes, like maybe a couple hundred episodes behind. Oh, that's no, interesting. No, no, no. They 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 released it when it was literally. I think it's um just at the completion of the Wano arc. Let me see. Current one piece episode. How many One Piece episodes are currently out? One thousand and ninety-two. There you go. Wow! So Netflix is 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 up to up date. Up to date, yeah. Up to date, but with just that one episode, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. That's 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 calm. Yeah. That's calm. Um. So yeah, for those that anyone wants to watch, uh, you know, Netflix um has One Piece, so you can go check it out. Um. All right. So I'm I'm you know not nowhere near as good as Martin because um. I don't know, just life is life, isn't it? Um, yeah. I finally finished Berserk of Gluttony um, from nice. last season. Really enjoyed that. That gets a free piece. Um, I also finished Goblin Slayer season two. Um, that also gets a free piece. And um, one thing that I'm very happy about, Shangri-La, yeah, is actually an ongoing anime in terms of like it's going to span over two slates. So right mm-hmm. now it aired last slate, but it's also airing this current slate as well so those episodes mm. drop on Fridays I'm on episode at 17 mate the fight scenes and animation on this anime yeah is mm. so fun yeah yeah it definitely like, is it definitely I'm, is I'm at a whole chicken yeah like mm. the three in a sense main characters that you're following are all entertaining like the the fights that, that's that's going on right now against this um seven like I was gonna say seven deadly sins but this is like seven legendary, legendary beasts that they're fighting 
it's been sick, bro. Like it's almost like Dark Souls but animated. Like it, yeah, it's sick. yeah. And then um, I'm still really enjoying Undead Unlock. I don't know if you were able to catch up back on that, but I'm on episode seventeen. I'm really no, enjoying I'm on it. episode six of that, so I am I am catching up slowly. Okay, slowly. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna say any spoilers yet, but I'm really enjoying that. Um, Undead and also the Unlock Girl. Um, you you get to like them even if even more if that makes sense. Like obviously the first mm-hmm. episode, like you're you're getting introduced to them, you're like, oh, these are okay characters, but by the time you've been with them a while, like you love those characters in it. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna keep going on. And um, the only ongoing anime that I'm going to mention and talk about every single time is Solo Leveling. Like, all right, this this anime for me is living up to the hype. Like mm-hmm. the hype mm-hmm. is well deserved. The fight scenes are sick. The um, storytelling is sick. The way they're like introducing, explaining the powers is interesting, and it's not like convoluted. It's not too difficult to understand. Um, I'm rooting for the character, but also at the same time, even though he's the main character, and like nine times out of ten, you're like, "Well, he's the main character. He's not gonna die." There mm. is still a sense of concern that he might die. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, exactly still, that. Exactly that what they. So even though like you're like, yeah, he's he's Naruto. He's not gonna die. It's his show. But at the same time, you're like, but is he though? Because this 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 gives like some Attack on Titans vibes where you just don't know whether a character's gonna live or not. Because there's at any point, yeah, it just feels like they can just be like, fuck it, we're just gonna kill him, and then you just start following somebody mm. else. So um, mm. yeah, really enjoy story leveling. If there's any anime from the new slate that I that you know you think should I check out solo leveling is that anime so definitely check out solo leveling um Martin what have you been watching and um then we'll call it oh then I have a question and then we call it a yep night. Call it a night. all right so I've actually been trying to watch the new slate of anime Hell yeah I'm slowly doing that <clears throat> so one that I've been watching is called Meiji Gekken 1874 uh, so the synopsis is that it's been seven years since the start of the Meiji era and Japanese government, the Japanese government, is pushing its own policies to catch up with the might of the Western nations. Former Aizu retainer uh, Shizuma Oragasa has thrown away his sword and gotten rid of his uh, top knot and is now a rickshaw driver in Tokyo. But his swordsmanship skills from the Boshin or Boshin uh, war are still alive and well. Mm-hmm. He is looking for his wife, Sumi uh, Kanamata, who went missing during the Boshin war. Shizuma is recruited into the police force after he ends up thwarted the assassination attempt of a government official. At the same time, Kyoshiro Shirogami is a talented one-eyed swordsman who is a member of the Moriyagumi Yakuza gang that is embroiled in a turf war in Tokyo. The Moria Gumi are working with wealthy merchants in the trafficking of opium, and the profits are being paid. Uh, mastermind plotting to overthrow um, the government to return Japan to a place for samurai. The destinies of Shizuma and Koshiru, who have opposing points of view, are fated to cross, and a sad and ironic encounter farewell awaits Shizuma. So that's the synopsis of it. Um, so far, I am two episodes in um about to watch episode three um i give it a half chicken um the fight scenes are good the story is good um but i'm just waiting to see if if there's a more if there's anything more to give and by the synopsis there is more to give um by the time it's a half chicken um i really like the fact that it's exploring the meiji era i think a lot of um or <clears throat> back in the day a lot of anime focused mainly on the um um, I think it's the Edo Warren states. So you, you know, you know, when he had like, like the Date clan, the Tokugawa clan, etc. Oh, not Tokugawa clan. Sorry, um, the Mori uh, clan, etc. For um, you know, fighting to become shogun, uh, Oda Nobunaga is a, is a prime example. Um, but now it's focusing on the Meiji period, which is obviously after the fact, um, after that era. Um, and yes, it's interesting because this is where, uh, like the the stop suggests, samurai are no longer needed. Um, so you do have a lot of Ronin still, 
Um, and of course, it's also the advancement of or the, the advancement of Western influence. So you have more um, people using guns, using uh, things like bayonets, pistols, um, that kind of thing. If you also watch The Last Samurai, it's literally just after that period there. So yeah. Um, it's 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 a it's a fun watch. I have to say the fight scenes are pretty cool. Um, it's a bit goofy at times, um, but overall, it's, it's a half chicken at only two episodes in. Um, so the, another series I've been watching, uh, moving away from anime, is um, Love on the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. So this is one that I saw a video on Instagram. Um, and it was just hilarious because um, it's hilarious. It says that. Um, as the title suggests, it's people on the spectrum. Um, these are people. These are people with autism, and may have some other underlying um, uh, cognitive. I guess <laughs> what's the word? Oh, the divergence. I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, not be able to take social cues or read social cues and that kind of thing. Um, it follows people who are on vast differences of that spectrum so you have people who um may exhibit um autism in a more um uh what's what we're looking for in 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 a more i guess divergent way from normal people Mm -hmm. uh, i guess people who don't have autism Mm -hmm. um so it's 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 really it's a really fun watch and it's all about them you know finding trying to find uh, a partner um, so dating is obviously the ultimate goal for them. I find yeah. a partner is the ultimate goal for them. But what I find interesting about it is that it's just another insight into how people with autism live, how people who have children, siblings who have autism um, live um, live with with the fact, yeah. um, the kind of things they're into. And what I do appreciate is that people with autism just seem to have, when they become... Um, embroiled in, in in something that they actually like it's like they take it up to like level 11 now yeah, i'll, I'll scale yeah. of one to ten to take it up to 11 100%. um so you have one person who is massively into swords swords and dragons and things like that he has a massive sword collection and again it's, it's pretty cool i look at him i think to myself this is just your typical nerd <laughs> Only with autism, it takes it to another level. But this is like literally your typical nerd. I, I, every time I see a character, uh, a character, every time I see a person um, on the show, I think to myself, I could seriously be friends with this person. Mm. Um, you know, uh, you have you have a woman who is massively into animation. Nice. Um, she goes to San Diego Comic Con. Um, you have someone who is massively again into like Spider Man, Star Wars, Marvel, that kind of thing. Um, and all of it is just it's, just, it's just really nice to see, um, and just, you know, gain an understanding, more of an understanding of, um, people who have autism, you know, I'm, I'm sure people, for example, may be of the opinion that autistic people don't have a sex drive, maybe, and that it dispels that they do, mm. um, um, it dispels things like, you know, they're not able to operate by themselves because they can, um, depending on on how severe the autism is they can or can uh, or cannot operate by themselves um but overall it's, it's, it's i give it a three piece um it's fun it's light-hearted um you get to see just how um emotional some of them can be um even in terms of that making a simple decision do i want to choose this person to date or not um one of them had a breakdown and you know hyper up to a point that they were hyperventilating purely because they thought that was like this big decision they had to make and things like that and um i was thinking to myself that it's more the case that they become overwhelmed with their emotions because i guess people like us um who aren't um neurodivergent in that, in that aspect we don't have to voice our feelings we sort of deal with it internally and stuff like that but this person he has to voice them out to sort of reason with himself as to yeah why it is it feels that way and this kind of thing but um overall it's a really good watch i do i do um recommend i highly recommend people watch it because it just gives you an insight into into the lives of people with autism and just how people um how they live their normal lives with with that um other than that um i'm not watching anything um i'm still continuing with the with the list of anime that um that we currently have yeah um I think the last one I watched was um, 
the wrong way to use healing magic. Yeah, hell um, yeah. That that is that is that's a fun watch as well. Mm-hmm. Um, three friends get summoned into a fantasy world. Um, well, they're not really. Of, they're not really friends. Well, okay, they 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 had their high school um, classmates, students, yeah, or classmates. Yeah, I say they're friends. Well, two two are friends and one two, is yeah, sort two of, are friends yeah, and one is acquaintance. Like, yeah, because he, he, remember that was like the first time he had a conversation with um, the girl, and then no, even, no, even the guy because he was surprised the guy even knew who he was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's I mean, they end up becoming friends anyway. Yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> but yeah. um, but it's 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 funny because May character um has this very rare skill of being able to use healing magic, and the training for it is vastly different from what I think anyone else has seen in anime. Where instead of them being able to um, in fact, I say vastly different, but it's similar to another anime that we recently watched. Um, the name escapes me. Um, what jobless reincarnation. No, not jobless reincarnation. It's another one where um, a boy gets isekai'd into a fantasy world. He also has healing magic. I think it's like maybe it's like um, healing paladin or something like that. Um, the name will come to me. I'm sure I'll, I'll, I'll just give to you guys a the name. Only one, the only one I can think of is Redo Healer. Yeah, no, no this, this is one. It was literally during um, last season's slate. Um, very similarly, he goes through harsh training. Um, to um basically be able to use healing magic um so you know depletes his depletes his reserves uh depletes his stamina uses healing magic to um basically bolster himself again um and that kind of thing but um the wrong way to use healing magic is is a good um at watch so far for me um i give it a three piece um and i do highly recommend people watch it um like i said with these anime with, the, with, with with the list of animes that have come out, mm-hmm. it's they're more fillers for you know when your see when your favorite series yeah. returns, whatever it may be. That's certainly how I'm treating it. It's been a while since I've had an anime that I've, you know I'm still watching like even after season fives and sixes and all that stuff. Besides um, besides Bleach and um, One Piece. Um, so yeah, that, that's 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 my advice to people. That's my suggestion to people that yeah, it was worth picking up. While you're just waiting for your next favorite anime series to conclude, nice. Um, and yes, I believe that is it for me. All right, so um, I will be I will be watching Taboo Tattoo, which is an old um, it's an old anime as well as Rage of the Bahamut. Um, but they they are fairly old. I can't remember what years they came out in. But I'm sure it's something like 2021 or something. So I'll give them a watch and I uh, will let you know my thoughts for them. Okay, so yeah. all right. Isakai. Isakai is something that we talk about a lot on this podcast because for me, yes. um, since maybe the last five years, maybe, it has become like my favorite subsection of uh, Japanese anime. Um, Isakai is directly translated to as Otherworld. Um, when it comes to the anime um, Isakai, it refers to the main character or characters dying and being reborn in another world. Um, not necessarily dying. Sometimes you just get transported to another yeah, world. Yeah, okay, okay. Not necessarily dying, transported, but, you know, they leave their their plane and then get transported somewhere else. Um, generally, it's normally like a fantasy world. Um, normally as well, uh, for the most part, they're reborn slash reincarnated as something else. So whether, uh, we, you know, they're reincarnated as a slime or they're born again as a baby um, of that world slash universe. Um, so that is, a, you know, what is this guy? Um, there are generally four types of this guys. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going to go delve into it because I don't know what these fully mean. Um, but they are divided to four types. One of them is Portal Quest. Uh, one of one, another one is called Immersive. Another one is called Intrusion. And another one is called Liminal. Maybe if by the next episode, I might have a read of these to find out what these fucking mean. All right. <laughs> so the question is, yeah, and there's, and and you can add your own options to it. Yeah. Mm. What is the best American sky? Yeah, 
So I'm gonna give you best American Isakai. Best American Isakai. So I'm gonna give you seven options, and you gotta pick one. And then after out of seven, no, all right, I'm gonna give you six options, and you gotta pick one. Then I'm American gonna, Isakai, you know. Yeah. So here's the options. You've got Narnia. Ah, yeah. I got you like that. Samurai Jack. Jumanji. The Wizard of Oz. Black Knight with Martin Lawrence. Space Jam. Out of those six, which do you believe is the best American Sky? Out of those, I say Samurai Jack. Okay, I thought you'd go there. Yeah, reason why I say Samurai Jack is because I've seen I've seen all of them. To be fair, um, Martin Lawrence's Black Knight was it was fun for what it was, but you know it's it's just a comedy. Um, I guess it's just a a comedy about a guy from what was it, it was in Brooklyn or wherever he was from mm. that gets transported back in back into um, Middle Ages stuff like that. Yeah. They even have kingdoms and stuff like that in in in, in Brooklyn back in those days, mm. so it's not even accurate. But you know. We don't even need to go down that road. It's yeah. just feel, just watch it and you know, just enjoy it for what it is. Um, I think, but, I yeah, think that, I can scratch that out. Chronicles of Nadia is probably my second favorite one. Mm-hmm. I, was um, say, I, gonna, did, I, I did like it. I was gonna say, if we're gonna go like the most accurate, like probably Chronicles of Narnia is probably the most accurate guy. Because, but wasn't Chronicles of Narnia even in? I'm sure it's based in in the UK, even not in not in the US. Well. I think they're more maybe they're just saying more Hollywood but mm. um, yeah it's based in the UK but like they got transported to another world and they they got mm. that, they gained abilities and stuff yeah like they gained a sword uh, bow and arrow do you know what I mean and it felt very like quest like as well which yeah. is, is, is what I see as, as this guys so I think for mm. me that's probably the most closest now here's an option I don't have the screenshot but someone was like well, it technically is the Matrix, not a reverse sky, because technically they're trapped in the other world, and then they get um, f- their mind freed, and they come out to the real world. Mm. So for me, if that's the case, then Matrix is the best sky because Matrix is my yeah, favorite, if, if, favorite if, because, film of all time. Oh, wait, was Matrix was Matrix on the list that you mentioned? No, I didn't work. Matrix, Matrix, Matrix. Matrix was Matrix was on the list that I mentioned. That's why I said um, I want to add another one afterwards. okay so all right so if you add the matrix then the matrix is my favorite one okay. followed by subride jack and then um what's what's the other options i think i said it i forgot it um pr- uh, princess of narnia um oh yeah yeah so is there any that's not on the list that you can think of as a as a a american is guy boy I'm trying. I'm struggling to think. Ne- is, is, does does never ending story count? <laughs> I don't even remember how that one happens. Does 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 labyrinth count? Um, uh, with David with David Bowie. Um, Again, I don't remember how that those ones happen. Whether they get transported, how they get transported. They, they get transported. In fact, never ending story definitely gets transported to another world. Labyrinth is when um, this girl's brother gets kidnapped by david bowie and uh she has to go into another world basically go through isn't some world to uh to get him back and stuff isn't technically alice in wonderland on this guy yeah it would be yeah, yeah. Hmm. so yeah um are there any others like i'm sure there's some later ones um that you know that we're, we're just not mentioning yeah um, I don't think Inception counts as well because that's just in the mind, so you're not really in another world. No, I don't um, I don't think Avatar counts as one because you're not transported. I mean, the the both the physical body is still on that alien yeah, world. It's just nah, the fact that it's yeah. a mind swap. Yeah, with uh, with a, they've just gone to another planet. There's there's not like they've been trapped. Like it's, yeah. it's still space travel. So that's just more. Yeah. Sci- that's just more sci-fi. Exactly. Um. Ah, actually, it's not even an isekai. It's just going back in time. And I was going to say um, X Men. Um, oh, what was it? X Men. Which one what was that? You said, said? X Men First Class. The one that isn't that the one where they go back in time with Wolverine? No, no, that's that's um, like a, a reboot of X Men. There's one with Wolverine where it goes back in time. Um, so it's. 
Yeah, oh, days of future past. That's it. That's it. Days of future past. I don't know. That's that's technically not. It's okay because you're going back in time. But I guess depending on how you look at it, if you go back in time, you maybe going to another universe or something. So technically, Marvel's this was weird with with time travel. So yeah, I'll park that one. Others will go down a rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, I'll leave it as what we have for now, including the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say, yeah, definitely the Matrix, um, because technically it's another world. It's a computer world, but it's another world. Yeah. Whether it's reverse Isakai, I don't know, because technically the humans were already born without being in the Matrix. They were plugged into the Matrix. So I guess it's not a reverse Isakai. Um, but yeah, definitely Samurai Jack. Um, Samurai Jack is like is really cool. Um, I enjoy it, um, especially when they did the um, continuation of it a few years ago. Um, I thought that was absolutely amazing. Um, and then of course, Crocodile and Arnie Line, which the wardrobe. Again, when I was whilst when I watched it, I was what maybe I was in secondary school. I can't remember how old I was. Um, yeah. Come what year it came out, but yeah, I do remember enjoying it. Um, oh, in I, w- I went to say ninety nine, but it's it's definitely not. No, it's two thousand. It's definitely two thousand. I'd say it's between two thousand and <clears throat> maybe two thousand and six and two thousand and the first. The first one was two thousand and five. Okay, there we go. Then Why so yeah, two thousand and five. So I was in year like was... what year seven? You was in year seven. Yeah. Uh, wait. <clears throat> mad because I think I was like year 11 damn yeah damn. you are you are few years, you are five years older than I, me, I, so. think, I forget that sometimes you know yeah. <laughs> damn yeah damn. yeah <laughs> that uh, is jokes that's funny <laughs> that's yeah. actually jokes very funny yeah so um, yeah I really did enjoy it um, Matrix being up there Matrix is just sick anyway I mean who doesn't like bullet time like mm-hmm. Matrix just spanned a whole different type of uh, cinema, I guess. Yeah. Um, to be fair, but Bullet Time wasn't even done by the Matrix originally. It was done by old school, um, um, old school, um, like kung fu films and stuff back in the day. Mm. Um, but yeah, still absolutely awesome. Yeah, um, well, yeah, that, I yeah. That, I can't I think of any. What about you? What, 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 no, what I, are your probably the favorite isekais if you if you remember any? Oh, like, like I said, Jeff, for me, like based off that list, yeah. Um, oh, it, it's tough. Like I said, I think Narnia is probably the one that's like the most like in terms of following the rules of what this guy is in terms of like um, Japanese animation when they do this. Mm. But like out of those six, I think for me, my favorite there is Space Jam. Like I, I love Space Jam. Growing up, we had it on VHS. Mm. Me and my brother would bang it out and watch it like a lot. So, uh, Space Jam was, was 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 pretty cool. Um, yeah. it's, that was definitely better than the one with LeBron James. Uh, I have oh, to say yeah, that one was pants, man. Oh God. yeah. Oh, <sighs> there's the Forbidden Kingdom. Um, that came out in 2008 with uh, Jackie Chan and uh, Jet, Jet Li. Lee. I think that's yeah. like one of the only films they did together, and it was like it was meant to be such a big deal because it's like their first film together. And I, don't mm. think, I don't think it did all that. I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed I, it. I, I don't remember um, it doing much in the box office. It might have been good, but I just don't, mm. don't forget it a lot in the box office. Yeah, not wrong. Um, there's Peter Pan as well, uh, Disney classic. Oh, um, that isn't it's okay, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh. Um, Enchanted. Even even Coralide is one. Oh, like nice. the Coralide with the bite eyes. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, those are all. Those, those are all that I can think of right now. Nice. Um. Yeah. Mm, fair enough. Oh, one that we didn't we didn't mention because it's not it's not my thing. Um, yeah. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Yes, Army of Darkness. It's um. One of the dark, one the evil dead people. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like I said, I, I've not seen those movies. They, they don't interest. Yeah, me. I don't think I've seen Army of Darkness either. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a nice tight hour. Um, the only thing that I would like for you to watch next week 
is Mabaroshi and that's the film by Mappa on Netflix um, and I'm going to okay. try and finally check out The Kitchen and um, I'm going to try and watch Pluto as well I know you've watched already and you gave a review of that so I'm going to try and check those out yeah Pluto's a, I think I gave it a three piece then I Pluto's yeah. really good I'm going to try and check those out because uh, I don't think there's anything coming out in cinema again this week um, that's worth our time and then I'm just going to continue watching anime I'm prob- I probably will give you guys my opinion on Blue Exorcist season 3 um, because I loved season 1 and 2 very excited that we're getting a season 3 and I hope it lives up to what I remember and then um, yeah I'll see what other new animes I can get to and give you guys some feedback Martin thank you for joining me as always and say goodbye Probably. to the people Bye everyone, catch you next time. Alright guys, thanks for listening. Bye bye now.